You, you can holler, you can applaud, you can scream, you can do anything you want. I can't hear you anyway. <laughs> Welcome to Salt Lake Dirt. I'm your host, Kyler Bingham. Today, we are in Park City, Utah, covering the 2023 Slam Dance Film Festival. And today, we're going to talk to Sophia Peer and Annie Sickerman. Um, they are the filmmakers behind the incredible uh, episodic uh, co- comedic film, Who's Annie? This is one of my favorites so far. Uh, so I was very happy uh, and excited to talk to them. Uh, had a really fun time chatting with them about the film and about Park City. Uh, it's been great. So um, if you are in Park City, you can check it out Sunday, January 22nd as part of the episodes section. That's going to be at 9.45 p.m. And then uh, second screening Thursday, January 26th, and that will be at 11.30 a.m. Um, and if you're not in Park City, Slam Dance is doing a very cool thing kind of pulling from um, the pandemic virtual uh, platform, they are offering Slamdance channel subscribers uh, access to all of the films on demand. And that runs from January 23rd through the 29th, if you have a subscription to that channel. And it's only eight bucks a month. So get it. You can see so many cool things, um, including Who's Annie. But yeah, here we go. Talking to Sophia and Annie, not the Annie of the show. Who's Annie? You, they'll they explain it. Hi, I'm Sophia, and I'm the creator and director of Who's Annie, a thirty-minute scripted comedy series. And, and I am Annie, uh, not the Annie um, of Who's Annie fame. I'm the co-writer along with Sophia, and it also happens to be about a person who is also named Annie. This creates confusion, I know, um, and yet that is the situation. Um, but yeah, Annie is a real person that Sophia met in a Burger King in Queens, and she's the inspiration for the whole show. Uh, well, yeah, there is a um, a scene in the in the show that the Burger King esque uh, where they meet, and then I yeah I had read that it was uh, based on a real happening. Uh, tell us about this Burger King event. Yes, in the show we went wild and renamed Burger King Burger Queen. Um, but yeah, Annie and I um, met at a Burger King for the first time, and immediately like I'm saying a minute into the conversation we were like sharing our life stories and Annie had told me that she had just started her acting career in her mid-50s out of nowhere like there was no impetus besides like her own kind of like fiery motivation and um, she had also had like a rough past with like you know abuse addiction um, incarceration all of these hardships and now she was on her fifth marriage and she's still married to Lenny and he's wonderful and she's doing really well in her life and she's ready to like take the plunge into acting and I was just thinking about all her stories that I heard in this like very brief interaction at Burger King and I was like okay I love her life story I love that she wants to act and Annie Sickerman 
the behind the scenes Annie writer and I started writing these scenes for Annie that are like absurdly against against type. Like, you know, Annie was applying for all sorts of acting jobs that like don't suit a 50 something year old woman who's like a hard ass bitch yeah. from New York City. Do you know what I mean? Like, so like we would have her be like a you know, demure, quiet farmer woman um, who's like, you know, on, on a young newlywed wife um, hanging laundry and like praying. And then we, I don't know, we had all these ideas of having her just be like ridiculous things, including playing herself as herself in different times of her life. Like there's a scene that's not in the pilot, but Annie plays her teenage self, her like, you know, asshole teenager, like smoking, like cutting school, Catholic school self. And it's brilliant. Like she's among other teenage girls and it's hilarious. Um, anyway, so that's how it started. And then we um, I went to the Gotham Episodic Lab. And while I was there, they were really into the stories about um, me and Annie Pasapia working together. So they were like, you know, you should put those stories in it. Why aren't you in it? And I was like, I'm not an actor. So then Annie Sickerman and I started, you know, doing auditions for someone to play me. And so I'm auditioning these people to play me. And in the process, we found Sophia Dobroshin. Yes, another Sophia. No, we are not obsessed with ourselves. I promise. But uh, she's Sophia with an F. Okay? Anyway, so we found the person to play me but then while I was like directing her Annie Sickerman was like you know I kind of think that we should add that layer to it and then everything kind of became magic when it was like me directing Kim to direct Annie it's a whole thing um so it's a show about a show about a show yeah, it just kept zooming out and zooming out and zooming out and in those auditions with all these various Sophias it was like I was watching Sophia direct Sophia as herself and 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 it was also like it was also like nobody was quite Sophia and it was like there was something so funny and frustrating in that that like it that's so much to there's so much um there to mine and that frustration of like you hired somebody to play yourself and they're never going to be you and you are constantly frustrated by it. And like, obviously that's never going to work. So it's like setting Kim up in this situation where she is bound to fail every time. Um, and Sophia, who's playing Kim, she just does that role so beautifully. <laughs> well, I think what I, it covered a lot of ground for 30 minutes. I mean, there was just, there was a lot to unpack there and I, which I love. So I love like, just, I mean, there was so, there was just so much happening. Uh, how long did it take you to, to shoot this project? Okay, do you want, like, shoot days, or do you want, like, script to finishing? How about both? Okay, well, altogether shoot days, it was probably, like, 12. But, which is a lot for 30 minutes, I know. <laughs> but the, from, like, when we started writing this till when it actually came out, um... Okay, I think the year was 2017. Yeah, it was February of 2017. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. So. And then we had our last shoot this past spring. Yeah. So in spring of uh, 2022. <laughs> so, and, and the amount of writing and the changes it went through, it was just like, we'll have to remind each other, like, wait, which version was that? Because it, it 
it's it took so many different forms along the way um so it's yeah it's been a it's been quite a process but as we've been in it like i think we're like we're like learning about the show and the characters so much more. We're so, so excited now to like be able to develop it even more. Cause now we're like, okay, now we get it. We get what we're doing and we know where it's going to go. So it's an exciting point. Yeah. I think um, one thing, especially, I don't know. I find with a lot of slam dance films is just the, oftentimes the amount of like years behind a project, I guess that's any film festival, but the people I talk to, it's like, you must really love, the story you have to, or maybe you're so deep into it. You're like, I can't stop now. We've already committed. I talked to some documentary filmmakers at yesterday, eight years. And like, yeah. he's like, you're so far in, you can't five years in. what are you going to do? You know, you gotta, you gotta stick it out. So I think with projects like this that are, uh, you know, th- there's an end, end game in mind, I would imagine, but, um, clearly a labor of love and a lot of time, um, you know, and working together to making this uh, project happen. How do you stick it out when you're kind of your own boss in a situation like this? Great question because, yeah, I've got lots of ideas, right? I write them down and I'm like, oh, that's great. Maybe I should work on that. But, you know, life, right? It's like I've got to make money. I have these problems. Oh, God, this, you know, situation has come up and I have to prioritize that. And I, like, let go of these other ideas, right? But with this series, I feel like anything could have happened. And it has, you know, the pandemic, like, lots of personal things. And the whole time, I'm just, like, hardcore, like, single-mindedly, like, I have to do this. Like, it felt like I was going to die if I didn't make this thing. And there were points when I was like, why am I doing this? But I knew I had – it was, like, compulsive, do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I haven't felt like that about other things. Well, just like for me as a viewer watching it, the the Annie, the Annie in the in the show, um, just so interesting yeah. of a person. Like I wanted to know more, and I just wanted to watch her. Yeah. Uh, yeah so I mean, I I think right there when you have a subject like that, like how can you not want to want to keep it going? It's true. She's like the best face on camera. She really is, and I love her voice. And she's so like unpredictable. In I mean. Yeah, she's she's a little bit of a wild card while also being pretty consistent. Like yeah. I, you know, when Annie and I are writing for Annie from the show Annie Pasapia, I'm so sorry about all these Annies and Sophias. I'm so sorry. Okay, yeah. So when Annie and I are writing for Annie's voice, I feel like we know how she's going to say things yeah. because we've spent so much time together. And you know, like the material keeps collecting as we're doing this. You know, because it's like. Everything is material for another scene, for another episode, whatever. Like, even right now, when we were just at lunch, we were talking about how this, like, you know, we don't have that much money right now, you know? Um, And so we're staying, it's like seven of us staying in the condo that has three bedrooms, one of them being a bunk bed. And, you know, we're just thinking about, like, Annie being in a bunk bed again. And she's bringing dominoes. And that didn't happen because we wrote it. It's happening in real life. Annie's just going to want to play dominoes in her (laughs) bunk bed. And, like, you know, we're just thinking about, like, this whole dynamic with the crew and everything. And, like, (laughs) it's going to be part of one of the episodes. Like, you know, eventually, like, it's material for something that we've already started writing, in fact. And because this whole thing has taken so long, it's not like we we had a script and we just turned it out really quickly. Like 
we've all really gotten to know each other. And because of that, like depth of knowledge and actual real life experiences with each other that are, it, it all can be incorporated in like this kind of like adjacent world of who's Annie, but it's like kind of like our actual life and world together. Right. Um, but like really heightened and everybody is like, an awful person. Awful. Everybody's their most awful self. There's just so much like kind of like behavior done out of desperation that that leads these characters to do really you your character. <laughs> I mean, your your Which is always funny though. Well, <clears throat> the thing is with Sophia's character, it, it, it seemed like it was the hardest to write at first because it's like, but like, I've known you for 25 years and you've known yourself your whole life. And we're like, but you're a character <laughs> now. You have, that's a, a good point, actually. Um, but at, like figuring out how to write the character of Sophia, I don't know if I'm describing this accurately. You tell me if you feel like this is accurate. It's kind of like, it's like almost like, who Sophia was when she was a teenager with like l even less morals, you know, <laughs> there's just like not a moral compass, but there's like kind of the same like single minded, like drive and devotion to do something, but you're just, you, it's, it's a version of you that's from a long time ago and it's way worse than that version ever was. Oh, I'm glad to hear that I wasn't like that when you first met me because I kind of no. did think I was that way. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just like kind of yeah. like almost sociopathic in this kind <laughs> yeah. of like, like, because if I can really. Be sociopaths. Yes. Yeah. We haven't learned. Uh, oh, yeah. right, right. You yeah. know all about it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was kind of like, if I got an idea in my head, I didn't think it through. I just impulsively did it and it wouldn't be instant things. It would be like, oh, I'm going to do this that's going to lead to this. And it was just all I could think about. And I think I'm the same now, but I am more responsible, I hope. You, you are, you are, but you still definitely have the the uh, idea and drive and desire to do things that I'm like, uh, I guess you could do that. What did you say yesterday that you wanted to do something? And you were like, I'm just, okay. What was it? On the airplane? Asking. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I was just going to ask. I tell me if you think this is crazy. Okay, okay. we're on the airplane, <laughs> and obviously we're on our way to you know Salt Lake City. Everyone, like I could tell, like people were like drawing storyboards on the fucking plane. I was like, okay, this is like everyone's going to fucking slam dance or Sundance or whatever. And I said maybe I should say something to one of the um, flight attendants. Flight attendants. Uh -huh. When, maybe I should say something and just say, oh, can you announce that, you know, um, <laughs> who's Annie is premiering? <laughs> I mean, like, yes, why not? But also, like, I would never think to I ask a flight attendant to announce my film to a plane full of filmmakers who also really have stuff to announce to. But you okay. were, like, 100% serious. Well, they seemed really they nice never, in my defense. No, we never actually, we never actually asked. They seemed really nice. And their announcements were weird. They okay? Were weird. They were long, weird announcements where they called plantains they plantains <laughs> and they called sa sandwiches sandwiches. They so like they it seemed like for something. I think they sometimes they you know yeah they have a sense of humor exactly they, they gotta keep it interesting for themselves. I'm right? just saying Sophia on the show definitely would have done done that. Sophia in real life definitely wants to do that. Sophia on the show is way more of an of of a um, um just I wouldn't say she's a terrible person. She's just lacking m morals. She's 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 just like 
it's almost like a pure id, id? thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And if, and there's just like a, like you are mis- mistreating Kim in ways and you've been mistreated and Annie's been mistreated. And Annie kind of mistreats, everybody kind of mistreats Kim a little bit. But That's true. She gets the worst of it. But does. I feel like the thing is, yeah, it's like... Um, I think it's like the system and the, you know, it's like the situation that we're in and the goals that we have. um, It's almost like we don't know how to go after those goals without doing some awful things. Like, you know what I mean? Because it does take like. the system made it that way. Exactly. Because, you know, in order to like break through this thing that like is not accessible to you, you do have to like. If you don't have an in. Right. If you don't have an in. If you have zero ins, like you have to be really creative and, like, when we were at lunch just now, um, I think maybe you were stepped away for a second. Um, I was saying how we were asked in that interview, like, so it's a story about strong women, you know? And it's like, yes, it's a story about strong women. All stories about women are about strong women, you know? All women are really strong. Like, we don't need to say that. You know what I mean? I wish you said that at the interview. Well, was I, good. I was really mesmerized by her whole TV anchor person thing. True. It was very I, morning show. Yeah, yeah, it was very morning show. I was very... Do they learn that voice? I mean, they have to when they uh, go to the communication school or something, the journalist's voice. I, mean, I don't know. There's have you ever tried? No. It creeps me out. I was next to a guy downstairs. <laughs> he was like, uh, I'll tell you off. For, yeah, it was yeah. <laughs> not a pleasant experience, but he talked like that, and that was how he talked to me, wow. not recording. Like, he couldn't turn creepy he couldn't turn it off and he had those you know talk about sociopath yeah. i mean this guy yeah. <laughs> definitely yeah. psychopath probably like dead inside you know i know i was thinking that about uh, no you know what i don't know this person i couldn't do that voice if i tried I, I i don't think that i could just turn that on i think you need to learn that i don't think people are born with that voice I hope not. um i sound too flushing to ever sound yeah, like that i can't like do voiceover please. i can't do anything like that i can't <laughs> We, we couldn't possibly. No. It's not possible. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. Um, so, okay. So as we kind of finish up, I would love, well, first off, I'd like to have you on again at some point, maybe over Zoom, we can talk about kind of the reception of, of um, who's Annie here at Slamdance. It has its premiere. Um, so thrilled that you are able to come in person after three, you know, three years ago. It's been, you know, the virtual festival is yeah. great, but it's so great right. meeting people and, you know, experiencing with an audience. So I'm so happy for you two that you're able to be here and to experience that. Um, tell us, yeah, one more time, where, where is it playing or when is it playing? I know we know, we know where it's playing, but it's playing tomorrow. Yes, it's playing tomorrow at the Slam Dance Film Festival at 9.45 p.m., at the during the episodics block, which I think is like four episodes. Yeah, I think it's four. So we're going to be among the four, and um, we have something fun planned for the uh, Q and A after. That's all I'm going to say. I'm, intri- I'm intrigued. Yeah, <laughs> we we do have another screening too. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. We're also there's another screening on the 26th at 11:30 a.m. Also at Treasure Mountain Inn. Right. Great. Anything else you want to? say as we as we finish up that i think we covered a lot of ground that was fun yeah, yeah. this is cool yeah. this is cool thanks <laughs> yeah doing this fun i feel like we could do this for a while i could keep going yeah, yeah. Could definitely keep going um, i'm supposed to talk to uh someone a cat well not a cat woman but a, a woman with a puppet so at 2 30 i have a cat a polyamorous no no not cat mice a polyamorous mouse uh-huh. is the short 
so oh, I think I read about that. And she's I've seen her around with an actual mouse puppet, like so. Interesting. So did you, did you director too? I did, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I seen the two. Have you seen teeth? Around. Okay, I, I haven't seen them yet. Okay. Yeah, yeah, there's teeth around. Uh, yeah. I think some of them are covered in blood too. <laughs> well, well once you see the short, I don't want to spoil that, but it gets dark, yeah, <laughs> pretty quick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they do. Any kind of dreamer, you know, there's no dreams about teeth. They're all nightmares, right? They're, yeah, they're all <laughs> indication of like high stress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Great. Okay. So, Sophia, Annie, uh, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me. This was fun. Yeah, this is great. Totally awesome. Thank Thanks you. a lot. <laughs>